This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go, hour two on a great day for talk radio. You know who has had some very, very good days? Christine Blasey Ford. You remember that name? Yeah, that was that whole Judge Kavanaugh hearing thing that uh, she surfaced in the 11th hour, and it was uh, really a spanner in the works with her claims of having been abused by him sexually back 35 years ago. Well, she had just shut down yesterday her GoFundMe page, which raised $650,000. That's U.S., so it's like a million Canadian. And so uh, she's talked about how it's really been a help because she's had to take out private security and put in an alarm system in her home because of threats and so on and so forth. You can buy a lot of that with 650K. But there are still some unanswered questions, I guess, you know, never have really been uh, further challenged as uh, far as the um, whole ordeal is concerned. It kind of just went away after he was <laughs> finally installed as the chief justice. Everybody forget forgotten about it. 650K. It's something that uh, we'll bring up with our panel here shortly. Topics worthy of discussion. You know, there are so many uh, ancillary questions apart from the GM closure and uh, Doug Ford, the government federally and provincially popping in uh, about $62.5 million to the Maple Leaf Foods chicken processing plant that's opening in London in a couple of years, supposed to be cutting edge. Get it? They're cutting up chickens. Uh, so, But I see where the comedian Kevin Hart is getting blowback now on social media because his first, his kid, one years of, of age, had a birthday party with a Cowboys and Indians theme, which is, I guess, considered to be highly inappropriate. Not just, I mean, for certain sensitivities, but if you drill down on it, you think it's a race against an occupation, cowboys and Indians. How does that make sense? A race versus an occupation. Uh, And, uh, well, we'll get to that and a whole lot more. The thing I did want to talk about right here and now, though, we get back to it. We dial into it periodically, needless to say, has to do with the GM announced plant closure in Oshawa and how it will affect the supply chain because they're saying while there are 2,600 jobs that will be lost within the year, uh, there are many more that will be impacted, including the economy in general terms. You know, in Oshawa, in the GTA, you know, even the mayor here, uh, Mayor Tory, has weighed in, suggesting we not be that smug because there are implications for Toronto too. But I wanted to talk about the implications as far as the supply chain is concerned. Joining me on the line now is Jim Scott, president of Ground Effects, one of the largest aftermarket automotive parts manufacturers anywhere. Jim, it's good to have you on the Oakley Show. Hi there. Well, thanks for having me. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So uh, how will this GM announced plant closure impact you or the aftermarket automotive parts supply? Yeah, we, we have a facility in Oshawa that we're working with General Motors. So um, we've kind of known all along that um, the, the plant, uh, the truck plant anyways, that uh, they were open for a period of 19 to 21 months. So so that is going on as planned. The, the real disheartening thing is obviously that they're they're leaving Ontario altogether. And, and I think that comes as a, as a complete shock and and uh, just a, a tragic event here over the last 48 hours, right? Well, does it come as a complete shock? Because, you know, even Jerry Diaz was saying, uh, you know, in various media scrums in the last 24 to 48 hours, that when you hit the high watermark of 40,000 employees in the mid-80s and you see it winnowed down to 2,600 and uh, the Scarborough van plant went several years back and then you had the truck line that went more recently in Oshawa, it's almost like... Uh, the inevitable was there. The writing was on the wall. Didn't you see it? 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, we have uh, until the, the the election, we've we become a province that uh, that doesn't welcome and, and doesn't allow uh, business to flourish and and manufacturing businesses and and huge pro- you know plants like the assembly plant. Um, they need to work hand in hand with the government, and they need to to make sure that you know as Ontarians we're all covered. And and I and I don't think that has been the attitude, and that has certainly hasn't been the climate. So. Uh, the damage is, has been done, and, and, and all of us are going to feel the effects for, for years and years to come. Well, that's interesting. So what you're saying is the government created conditions that were inimical to business and manufacturing here in the province. No question about it. I mean, everything was uh, against manufacturing. It was almost like we're closed for business. And uh, as a, you know, we, we employ, you know, 1,400 people in Ontario and uh, about uh, two 2,600 people in the U.S. and and what we've gone through in the U.S. favorably, I I'd like to add, versus what we've gone through negatively in Ontario. And and you know we've we've uh, we we got what what was expected, I guess, by uh, by not supporting you know business, by not supporting manufacturing, and and all of a sudden you know the announcement on on Sunday. But uh, but this is not a this is not a yesterday thing. This is months and months and months and and, and years of basically abusing the, the, the business owner in Ontario. And, you know, as how, I say, we, we got, I guess, what they asked for. But how do you then account for uh, four plant closures stateside, including in two critical states to Donald Trump, Warren, Ohio, Warren, Michigan, as well as the city of Detroit proper? Yeah, I mean, obviously the the industry is going to slow down, in, in my estimation. I'm certainly not an expert on that fact, but, but I see signs, as, you know, we've, we we... Uh, are a direct manufacturer for all the uh, the major OEs in the world, and and uh, are are located in five five different countries. So w- we see things slowing down, and so that that's a reaction. I mean, obviously General Motors has has put out uh, letters to a lot of their white collar workers as of yesterday, saying, hey, you know, if you if you'd like to retire, we'd like to give you a package. So, you know, I, I think it's writing on the wall is that you know we've been in such a buoyant economy, and, and all of a sudden it's. Uh, you know what? All the signs aren't as wonderful as they were even six months ago. So, you know, all, all these big, you know, assembly plants and, and big OEs have to take a look at it and say, we've got a plan for the future and, and we've got to be profitable. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the suppliers get dragged down by those decisions. Well, is it a case of uh, the industry shape shifting now uh, irrevocably or is it a slowdown that is cyclical? I mean, I think you know we've been you know since the bankruptcies, right, and and, and coming out of that with uh, with FCA and and and, uh, and General Motors and, and Ford's uh, you know tough run as well. I think we've been in a in a great state. You know, we we've added uh, in that period of time we've added almost 1,700 uh, employees in our in our organization alone, and uh, and we've really enjoyed it, and, and everyone has enjoyed it. But uh, it doesn't go on forever, and and. I think the the OEs are looking at it and and seeing days uh, you know vehicles uh, inventory days on hand going up and and starting to make some changes to to make sure that they're uh, you know they're taking the proper steps to 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 keep going on and so it's I mean it's hard to you know point fingers I guess at this point in time but uh, we've had a good run I mean uh, we've had a good run despite all the issues in, in Ontario. Um, we, we have as, as suppliers, we've had a pretty good run for, you know, close to nine years now. Right. So, well, you know, it's interesting because here you are, I mean, this is your livelihood and that of your employees in the thousands, uh, 
you're almost seemingly resigned to the fact that everything is changing now and can't be uh, recovered, yet you've got the union saying they're not going away with a fight. Doug Ford is being blamed because they they say he's cratered too early instead of uh, doing something, whatever that something may be. Um, like, I'm curious that you've been in this province uh, with, what did you say, 1,700 employees and 2,600 stateside? Yeah. Why didn't you move Holus Bolus, everything, the whole operation down to the states? I mean, or even Mexico for that matter, because that's been the complaint from Jerry Diaz with the union. Uh, even Larry Kudlow was talking earlier today, chief financial advisor to Donald Trump, that, you know, the manufacturing by GM in places like China has got to stop. They can't keep uh, doing it there and bringing the vehicles into the U.S. of A. Why didn't you move to another precinct, maybe more friendly to business? Yeah, we were, we were born 33 years ago in Windsor, Ontario, and, and we are in all the precincts. I'm actually calling you from uh, from Salao, Mexico today at, at uh, one of our largest plants in, in the world uh, for ground effects. So um, we, we are in all the precincts. Um, we could have chosen, and, and we thought long and hard of it uh, two years ago and three years ago, do we, we close shop? But, you know, at that point in time, we had 1,000 employees in, in uh Windsor, Ontario. We had not opened the Oshawa plant at that point in time, but a thousand employees in Windsor, Ontario, and you know that that translates to about 5,200 miles we fed every day, and we just had to figure out a, a better way, you know, with through Kaizen and and continu- continuous improvement and process changes to stay. Um, we weren't letting them chase us out, and uh, so we, we we made the determination and in, in good in good faith that. We we're going to support Windsor, uh, despite what the government was going to do. And the government took their shots at us, obviously. And, and uh, we survived it. And we're going to continue practicing, you know, uh, Kaizen and, and continuous improvements so that we can stay competitive. Because clearly the, the government in Ontario has not paved a great path for us to survive. All right. And so uh, do you feel things have changed, though, with Doug Ford coming in? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. And I and I think we've got a, a clean, a, you know, a clean, fresh air uh, sort of sentiment over our province now. Obviously, the news, you know, 48 hours ago is just 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 horrible. But um, I, I, we can't blame that on him. Uh, I, I think we are getting to the point where we all need to realize that without manufacturing, without business owners, uh, we don't all survive here. So I do feel uh, excited about that, saddened obviously about the decisions that were made. Uh, with the GM plant, um, and and just you know we we have to stay the path I guess at this point in time, and 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 hope that for some reason we can get a reprieve there. Uh, I hate to see families go away and or suffer. And um, I was just in the Oshawa area three weeks ago. I was talking to my employees there, and the great employees. We have 100, 106 employees in the Oshawa our Oshawa facility, and uh, and the last uh, 24 hours we've been trying to figure out where can we transfer them. Uh, to keep them employed. And uh, I mean, you just, you got to hunker down and do what you can do to survive and, and, and what you what you can do to take care of your employees because they're all absolutely valued to me. Well, that's interesting. That's uh, your side of the equation. I'm sure there are many others that are feeling the impact. There's like a domino effect, if I understand it correctly, coming from this announcement yesterday. And so uh, yeah. I hope you can weather the storm and uh, maybe there'll be parts to supply to somebody uh, down the road. But uh, thanks so much for telling us about, uh, you know, how this is working on your end of it, uh, you know, which is, again, you're supplying the major manufacturers and there's uh, 
the ripple effect, as we call it. Jim, really good to talk to you from for Mexico, sure. no less. Uh, appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Thanks for your time. Have a great day, John. Thank you. And you. Thanks. Jim Scott, president of Ground Effects, one of the largest aftermarket automotive parts manufacturers anywhere. Now you know. Okay, that's another side of that story. There are many more facets to explore. We'll get to them uh, with our panel and topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Up next here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.